These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hi, everybody. It's Podcast 70 for the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Hewlett with... I am Favaz. Hi, Johnny. Hey, today's show is a little different than the others because it's you and I actually doing an interview with the rock star, in this case, Dennis DeYoung of Styx. Yep, and... Um... He's always a good interview, and, and he delivered on this one. Are you in Boca Raton still? or is Oh, I'm t- back up here in Chicago. Are you? Okay. I am, and um, it was nice down there yeah, in the old Boca, uh, but uh, time to go back to work. I mean, St. Louis is calling, apparently. Right. Hold on here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the airwaves of the legendary KC95, the multi-legendary Dennis DeYoung of Sticks. Oh, thank you so much, everybody, and please pick up your souvenir photos as you leave the radio station. (laughs) Hi, Dennis. How you doing, my friend? Good. Uh, You're going to be playing the River City Casino and Hotel on Valentine's Day night and the 15th. How great is that? You're going to be in St. Louis on Valentine's Day. I'm going to expect to see you there and bring me chocolate, you. I'll, I'm going to be there. I, well, I, no, that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my wife out to dinner that Friday, so I will be there Saturday, and I'll bring you chocolates then. Are you, are you really coming? Yeah, I'm coming on the 15th. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, a first, a morning show person coming to a concert. Hey, Dennis, I was at your last one. Yeah. I do the mornings, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, in yeah. fact, John's got a good story about what happened at your yes. show. Well, John, oh, John. Yes. Yeah. Hi, Dennis. How you doing, my friend? You had a really nice, uh, You, I, somebody sent me something where you said really nice things, and I thought, well, you know, he was high. He doesn't even know where he was. <laughs> no, I knew exactly where I was. But the story, first of all, Dennis is such a gracious person backstage. You know, he's, he's getting ready to go on stage and do this great rock and roll show. You'd think he'd be, you know, yeah, get away. I, right. I got no time for you. But he's not like that because he's a true professional. He gets up there. He knows what he's doing. And so he's very nice beforehand. So we talked for a little while before the show. And then while he was on stage, he pauses the show. He goes to his lovely wife, is Suzanne, right? Right. To, to get a guitar pick from her. It's a Dennis DeYoung guitar pick. It's a special guitar pick. Mm-hmm. He brings it to the edge of the stage. I happen to be sitting for some reason, got lucky, second row. And Dennis presents me with this guitar pick. As he's handing me this guitar pick, our hands are about to meet. He's about to put it in my hand, which I was about to consider a fantastic honor. And some woman in the front row reaches up there and grabs it out of Dennis's hand and then puts it in my hand. And Dennis, I was very, very angry about that. Should I have been? First of all, I should ask you that. Well, look, at, 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 at the risk of, uh, you know, insulting my fans, what was she doing? <laughs> That's what I thought. But anyway, like, listen, listen, the, the truth is not that special. I don't play guitar. <laughs> no, I know that. Yeah, we know so you that. You my keyboard, then you got something. <laughs> but you don't have a ceremonial key that you would, uh, you know, from your piano no. that you would give, John. You were... No, no, because, well, well, there's a couple I don't even know what they do. I don't know what notes they are. I could have given them them. <laughs> They're right in the middle. Does anybody know all the notes? I don't. I mean, no. rock and roll, I don't have to. Well, that's, that's true. true. That's true. That's true, you don't. Well, so how are you guys down there? You guys are still ruling the marketplace? Yes, yes. we are. Definitely. I don't know. You're the, well, listen, not because I'm talking to you. It just happens to be a fact. You're the best in the country. Thank I mean, you. that's just it. You're the best classic rock radio station in America. Well, Thank you, Dennis. Shucks. We appreciate you saying that. Yeah. And now, it's not because I'm here, although maybe a little. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> right. we need to sell some tech. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. oh. now, now, Dennis has some new music out, and one of the songs is with Julian Lennon. 
Yeah, we listened to it uh, this morning, John and I did, and it's it's very, uh, in the beginning, uh, Dennis, very piano-esque of, Ju- of John Lennon, I would say, almost like an Imagine intro, wouldn't you say? You want to hear, the, here's the story. Okay. I, I make it, this is my last album, this album, 26 East. Uh, ah. I had to be talked into doing it by uh, Jim Peterick. You know Jim. You yeah, 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 great songwriter. Wrote, yeah, wrote for Survivor. He lived three blocks from me. Yeah. And he says, he's on Frontiers Records, and I had a thing on there, and the guy at Frontiers Records for three years said, Dennis, please, the world needs to, they need to hear your music. And I said, have the world send me a text, because I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't want to make any more. Why should I? I mean, I, you know, exactly. the music business is just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's finished. So they talked me into it. I do the thing, and it's my last record, so I'm, I, wrote, I wrote the song called Hello, Goodbye which is an homage to 2964. When I saw the Beatles and my life was changed, I go, I write this song, I do the whole thing. It's a two-part harmony thing. It's totally in the Beatles style. Um, and um, I thought, what if Julian sang this with me? Now, I don't know Julian, but I thought, okay. So I, I'm going to write this nice long email. I'm going to send it to Jules. And I said, he can't sing this song. This is, you know, they'll crucify him. It's not his story. It's mine. So I said, I didn't do it. I chickened out. So I went right to the piano, and I said, what would, be, what would it be like, knowing, being a fan of Jules? I have a lot. I love that record. And, and thinking, well, what would we do if, we, if I wrote a song for him? And I wrote the song. And so if, if, if you say, yeah, does it have Beatles stuff in it a little? Yeah, a little bit. But I really... <clears throat> um, when I did the demo, I put that typical slap that John always had on his voice. It's a slap echo. And I did it in total like in totally like John would have done it. And and then when we actually did the song, I didn't do any of that. I kept the Beatles stuff to kind of uh, just, you know, like a nod instead instead of swimming in the pool of Beatlemania. Good and idea. I did it because I thought it was important for, for, for Jules and I to do our own take on what the thing was. And that's how it happened. Listen, I sent him a demo of uh, two verses and a chorus, just me and a piano. I don't know the guy. And he said, he writes back and said, I'd be honored. I, my wife and I, we, we, we danced around the kitchen for about an hour. Yeah. We couldn't believe that that was going to happen because, look... In some small way, I wanted to do whatever I could to uh, acknowledge and maybe pay back a little to, um, you know, to the whole legacy of what he represents. And that's what happened. Yeah. Can you imagine this? Uh, it is, I mean, well, yeah, I can imagine it because you are of stature yourself. So, I mean, uh, you're yeah, cutting I mean, yourself short thinking. To, but let me say this. Let me ask you this. Were you guys together when you recorded it? Yes. Yes. So oh you, you guys are sitting down together. Yeah. While you were sitting there and you're singing along with Julian Lennon, who sounds, of course, like his dad, did you ever at any moment close your eyes and let, just for a second say, I'm singing with John Lennon here? Well, no, because I know yeah. I was singing. I, I know what you're getting at. Um, and, and here's the thing. Um, Jules, Jules sounds like his dad, <clears throat> but I was, I was concerned. I wrote this thing. As you, you guys heard it. It's a two-part harmony song, yeah. the whole thing. I wrote it as if John and Paul were singing it, ah. knowing that I was going to go in there and, and use Julian's beautiful voice. And he said, how do you want to do this? Should I, I, said, I, I said, he said, I want to follow you. I said, okay, follow me. So he sang to me, because I laid down a, 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 a scratch track. And then I came back at the very end. I said, no, I don't want that. I want you to sing, you, you be Jules. I'll go back to Chicago, I'll match everything you did, and that's how we did it. But we stood in that studio. 
he and I just standing, not at the microphone, in the control room, <laughs> we started singing together, and I just went like this, this is going to be good, but I didn't say that. <laughs> Straight face, and I said, yeah, that'll work, and then I went into the bathroom and threw up. <laughs> no, I didn't. Where, where were you? Where did you record that with him? We were in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. He was in New York. He's the, uh-huh. um, I guess he's the um, honorary chairman for the Lupus Foundation. Oh. Right. So he was, he was in New York doing a, uh, a benefit. And I always tell this story because we're communicating back and forth. And he, one night he says, hey, man, I've been swamped, blah, blah, blah. I got to ding, 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 ding. He says, tonight I'm being, I'm going to be going to a big charity event in Monaco with Prince Rainier. And I turned to my wife and I said, just like us, we're watching, you know, reruns of, of Law and Order and having pizza. <laughs> Mount, yeah, yeah. Prince Rainier. Rainier's still that's... alive? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> I don't know. It was one of the other ones. Who knows? You know, it's it's Monaco. You know, you guys, the three of us, we go there all the time to vacation, don't we? Yes, yes. we do. Yeah, yeah. I was just there last week. So, uh, Dennis, uh, when you're when you're here in St. Louis next weekend, uh, is the set list going to contain a lot of the new stuff, or are you going to concentrate on 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 the stick stuff, or or, or what's it going to be like? You got in this day and age, guys. You know, you gotta you can't play the music in advance because everyone will have it on 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 some device before it even it comes out. So I will play no new music until the album is actually released because ah. you want people to hear uh, the best version of it first, and then they can come and hear it live. So we'll be playing. We're going to change up the set we've played there. We uh, the last I don't know two three years I don't know a bunch. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we're going to uh, play a couple two three songs that uh, we don't play. Last time we played there, uh, we did the two sold out shows. They were uh, it was Grand Illusion album. And this time it will not be that. We're going to dig down and do, you know, a few a, a few tunes that you don't hear that often. Oh, like what? We're going to do Crystal Ball. Oh, Ooh, fantastic. Wow. Yeah, we do it great. Uh, August Adra just nails it. And then uh, we're going to do uh, Don't Let It In, probably acoustic style. And uh, we're, we're, we're toying with either uh, Queen of Spades um, or a Born for Adventure. So, songs you don't really hear that often. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Oh, people love when you go deep into the catalog, man. I you mean, know, you know they do, um, but you know what? It, 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 I've tried this exercise. I, I sometimes go to the mic and say, "Hey guys, you want to hear this, the big hit, or that?" Oh yeah. Forget it. You're yeah, not going to get it. that. It's always going to be this. Hold on one second. Don't move. Yeah. <clears throat> you going to get that? Yep. Yeah, no, there's somebody at the door. Oh. Um, I think it's the IRS. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, hey, um, of course it is. Of course yeah. it is. Hey, Dennis, yeah, Dennis you know, that's gonna a good... Play, we're going to play all the big hits, and we're going to squeeze a few out and put a, a couple new ones in. Right. Well, that's a good problem to have, though, to be able to you know offer that to the audience, you know? Hey, can I tell you what the Nancy Wilson said to me? What? Wow. Yeah. When are you going to lose a little weight? No. She, she, <laughs> she said, um, we, we, we opened for them in Chicago. Uh-huh. And uh, I came back off the thing, you know, it's my hometown. Sure. And so and, uh, and and so we came off, and um, she looked at me and says, boy, you guys got a lot of hits. And I thought... Well, no shit. <laughs> I, I thought, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. When, I put, when we put it with other bands, I think, man, Sticks... Sticks had a lot of really, really good songs. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we get to play them. That's an advantage. 
I mean, they have, you had so many good songs. You got two different groups doing them, and st- and both of you are doing fine. I mean, that's that's uh, uh, you know a sign of a very deep catalog for sure. I know you got two entities playing the same music, and both people are 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 having very uh, having nice success with it. And of course, guys, since you opened that door, yeah, why the hell? Aren't we going to get together one last time? One last damn time. Hopefully, I don't want to. I don't want to be back in the band. I'm quite happy. Right. But it's to me the most foolish thing I've ever seen in my life that you know Mo Larry and Curly don't get back on that stage and remind everybody why they love this band so much. Can you imagine the success that tour would have? No, and the promoters feel the same way. We're well, probably the last band. Right? Yeah. That hasn't got back together. And we did it last 20 years ago, which was right. enormously successful. Yep. Somebody, somebody needs to slap the crap out of somebody. I, listen, I just, I, 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 listen, this is for two reasons. I mean, the first reason is the fans. They deserve the opportunity to see it when, to say goodbye. That was that. You know, and and the guys can go on without me afterwards. Yeah, you can say goodbye to that that bunch. Right. And um and the second reason is, um, I truly would like to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And and I don't want that to happen there, though. I mean, I want it to happen there, but not. I want you to have the tour first, and then have that happen. Or not even the tour. You're, are you? Yeah. Would you rather have a one-off show, Dennis, yeah. compared to a tour with the uh, old old band? No. St. Louis does not have to come to Chicago to see us. Uh, we'll come to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'd say, you know, 100 shows. 100 shows. Get yeah. it over with. Move on. It's like, it's just like how I feel about this album. I'm going to turn the page. That's it. Right. There. I did what I needed to do and, and feel good about it. You know, this, this is my last album. It's called 26 East. It's named after the uh, uh, the house my, I grew up with. My parents with a band was formed in, in in my basement in 1962. So I thought, where it began, so shall it end. And that's why I wrote the Beatles song. You know, you feel like, okay, let's bookend this thing. We have, um, you know, I I, I, I I essentially kind of uh, even thank the guys in the album artwork. I don't know if you've seen it. It's 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 three trains. Uh, take a look at it sometime, okay. and, and that, that represents the three of us, John and Chuck Panazzo and myself, uh, the founders of the band in 1962. That's mm-hmm. what wow. the artwork represents. Because, look. <clears throat> Dennis, 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 special. Dennis, Dennis. We what, touched what? a lot of people, and it's, it, it, it's, it's worthy of respecting it. Absolutely. De- Dennis, what could possibly be holding it up? I mean, it's so obvious that it should be done. Um, you you talk to those guys, don't you? Not no, really. we really haven't. No, no, not in a while. They don't come on your radio station. Um, the I think the last time I had anybody on was JY, and it was when they performed at the amphitheater, and it was probably a couple of years ago. And I've interviewed them a lot, but I mean, it's been at least a couple of years for me. Longer, uh, much longer for me. I don't know. I mean, here's you want the truth? Yes. Okay. When they replaced me when I was ill 20 years ago, mm-hmm. the narrative that they replaced me because Dennis couldn't immediately confirm because of health that he could go on the road, that's not a good story to tell the fan base. So another story was created that everything you never liked about Sticks, 
to this core audience they, they, they think they have was my fault. So um, that's, that's the narrative they, they've carried for 20 years. And every year, you know, the idea of being more strident about, oh, Babe ruined the band. Well, then we did Paradise Theater. What? Yeah. <laughs> and right. then, you know, Mr. Roboto. Well, doggone it. They added Mr. Roboto two years ago. Mm, yes. Yeah, to their concert. Put it in the first encore spot. You don't put just any song in the first encore spot. Mm-hmm. So it was a, I guess it was um, an acknowledgement of what everybody else in the universe seemed to know, except for a small, and I respect that small um, minority of people who only wanted one thing from Sticks, which was. Grand Illusion pieces of eight. Mm-hmm. Don't do any. That's where you be. And and you know what? Bands they 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 grow, they expand, and um, to that to that small minority, I say I understand that. But you know what? That's not sticks. That's not really who we were anyway. We did all kinds of music. Look, if you think, uh, you tell a stranger, here's Babe playing Babe, playing uh, Renegade, and Mr. Roboto. They don't even sound like the same band. No, no, they don't. Oh, all were very successful, and that to me is the joy for the majority of Styx fans. The joy and and the specialness of the band was its variety. So, what's going on, guys? I I I, I I'm not sure. I'm, okay. I'm I'm not sure, but I know the fans want it. You yeah. guys want it because everybody, even if you don't even yeah, Styx, yeah, like Talking Heads, you know, even if you're casual about it. There's interest in seeing that thing. What was all that noise about those guys anyway? And I know we could go out and do it. It's time to grow up and realize what you have here. And that's that's a last opportunity, you know, because nobody's getting younger. No. One last shot at doing something fantastic. Nothing's promised, guys. Look at that. Paul Kobe, CP Answers. Right. Right, exactly. Nothing is promised. And um, so... Boy, I tell you, Equinox, for me, that was the record that that turned me on to sticks, Dennis. It's so here's what happened. It came out on AM Records. It was our first album with AM. And at the very same moment, three, four months earlier, I think, maybe Frampton Came Alive was released on AM. Uh. All the juice and all the focus went on that, rightly, because it sold six million albums at mm-hmm. a time when nobody was doing that. Yeah. So at Equinox, outside of Casey, and Canada was that you did okay, but Casey played the living bejesus out of it. Right, Why and up? you want to know what? We put that album together and rehearsed it and wrote some songs while we were in a two-week engagement in St. Louis in some stupid club. That's right. I remember you told me this. You recorded that here. That's where we put. I remember. Light up was written in St. Louis. How about that? Awesome. Great story, Dennis. Great. Yeah, I hope it happens, man. Like you said, because you know that you can do it, it would sound great. But, um, hey, we're running out of time here, but we're, we're excited that you're coming back. We love you here in St. Louis, as you know. And uh, Favaz and I will both be there one of the shows to, to see you. We might not be at the same show, but uh, we're going to well, try to. if we would come together on the 14th, we would hold hands and think pure thoughts, Dennis. And we yeah. know that you don't really like that. So I may come on one day and John may come on the other. 
some some people think that that you're the same person. If you do come, this, you know, if you do come together, they'll that'll dispel that myth. <laughs> All right, River City Casino and Hotel, the 14th and the 15th of February. You will see Dennis DeYoung there, the legendary Dennis DeYoung. Dennis, thanks for calling in to Casey. We love Casey. Anyway, you guys are always great to me. All right, buddy. Thank you, Dennis. And I appreciate it because you don't have to be. Um, so I, I thank you for that. Yeah, we'll yeah, soon. yeah. We'll see you uh, next weekend, and then we'll see you at Songs for Soldiers. I'll be at both places. I'll be the guy, you know, that looks way too old for this job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you later, man. All right, Dennis. Take care. Bye, guys. Okay. Bye. bye. Uh, you know what? Hang up, and then I want to talk to you guys just for a second off air. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you have it. Episode seventy of the Casey Tapes. Hope you enjoyed that with Dennis DeYoung. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man, and I'm Johnny Ulit on Instagram. And you can follow me wherever I go. Ah, uh, isn't that nice? <laughs> so personable. See you later. AMF. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.